Welcome to the Best Things Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on all the socials at Best Things Pod as well. Now, here are your hosts, Craig and Aaron. Hello, Internet. Welcome in to the Best Things Podcast. My name is Craig. Next to me, Aaron Brooks. Happy Monday, or whatever day you're listening to this on. Uh, let us know also, um, what's your what's your podcast platform of choice, Aaron? I think I know. But. <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Uh, but you can find us wherever you listen to your podcasts. I always think it's weird if somebody's listening to a podcast somewhere else. Yeah, you know, Spotify has come around. I, and I know a lot of people that listen to, to podcasts on Spotify, but it feels weird. It feels weird uh, hearing, go find us on Spotify. But you can. You can absolutely do that if you want to. One place place you will not be able to find this podcast is on Disney+. Plus. Ooh, not yet at least. Big announcement, guys. No, I'm kidding. Is our show good enough that it could have a (laughs) Disney Plus series made about it? Oh, that could be a question. And who would you pick to play you? Uh, even better question. Who would you get to play you? Nicholas Cage. I was just about to say one of us needs to be Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, Chris Pratt. That's who I wanted to play me. I've been told me and him have similar features. That we look a little bit alike. I don't see it. I don't quite get it, but I'll take it. It's a it's a good looking dude. How did we get here? <laughs> I don't know. Again, many times I wonder where how we get where we get. We uh we don't record late at night very often, and here it is after nine o'clock, nine in the evening. We're afternoon recorders. Like a you know, we're about to be dads. Like this is like we're, we're past our bedtime. We're we're burning the midnight oil tonight. <laughs> a candle at both ends. Yeah, just like a candle in Beauty and the Beast. Hey, hey, hey! Segways. So we're talking about Disney animated movies today on today's episode. So okay, disclaimer, because I know if we don't say this on the front end, people are going to get mad at us. Uh. We're going off a list this week, so uh, we said last week that you know we we, we hear you, we we understand, we validate your feelings, and we're not going to always stick to a list, but sometimes we just kind of have to. And I look, there's like seventy something Disney animated movies out there, and that does not include Pixar. So a lot of these lists that we found all exclude Pixar movies. Because we're going to eventually yes. get to that. Yeah. So that'll be a whole other episode on its own because we could we could we could spend an hour talking through Pixar movies. And if I'm being honest, I'm probably more familiar with Pixar movies. Would you, would you say I don't I don't know if you are or not. Uh, I think it depends. I'm very familiar with some of these Disney movies. The older the Disney movie, the more familiar I am with it. That's good, because I'm the opposite. Like, when we get to some of the new things, I really don't know. And I think for me, mainly, it's because I have a terrible memory. And you have a great memory. So, 
we're yinging and yanging each other. It's like an uh, elephant. Yeah. Is it? That's you're, what I've been told. My memory you're, you're, yeah. is like an elephant. Of course, you, you have said before, you believe you remember your birth. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> I do. 100%. I don't believe it. Look, There's no way. There was, yes, it was uh, the morning that we went to the hospital. It was snowy outside. Uh, the water had frozen up at my parents' house. Uh, it was very cold on the drive there. I was born in December, folks. And once we were at the hospital, there was a great crowd of people that had gathered for my birth. Uh, when the announcement was made that I was there, there were hordes of people that were cheering. <laughs> um, I do remember that. Yeah. Okay. Sure. There are people Whatever. who say that they think that it's possible that uh, our baby might be able to tell stories of remembering his his you know time in the womb since I can remember my birth they think he might be able to remember like <laughs> kicking in the stomach which uh you two are you know, there's a possibility y'all could share the same birthday isn't there it's po- it's possible it is possible I mean your your, your birthday is almost here man it is um are you going to celebrate with a disney movie <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> we, we it's going to be like the Super Bowl. Like, you know, what are you doing to celebrate your birth? We're watching a Disney movie. <laughs> Not going to Disney World. Okay. So, yeah, we're going to talk about the best Disney animated movies. We're looking at a list from IGN.com. They go through their 25 best. And I'm sure we may mention some of the other ones, but this is their list. The 25 best. We will decide if it's the 25 best. That's true. Because there's some that probably... I don't think it is. You don't think? No. I haven't looked through the entire list yet, but I've seen a few of them, and I have thoughts. Uh-oh. Aaron's got thoughts, y'all. And you know the trail of disaster I leave when I start thinking. <laughs> all right, let's get into this. Before we can figure out the best thing, we have to talk about all the things. It's time for... The Thing About The Things. And the thing about this thing is there are a lot of Disney animated movies. 71 on Rotten Tomatoes is the count that I got. Now, that includes a lot of like... There was like six or seven different Winnie the Pooh movies out there. There's a bunch of... There's, there's a lot of sequels and stuff like that. Some of these movies I've never even heard of. Uh, so, Name one that you haven't heard of. Uh, right here. Planes, Fire and Rescue. Didn't even know that existed. Okay, neither did I. Return to Neverland. Nope. Um, What else? Doug's first movie? <laughs> I, nope. is, is that Doug Doug? That's what I was just going to ask I you. Thought, is that Doug yeah, from Doug the and his pal Skeeter. I thought that was a Nickelodeon show. But I'm guessing what I thought. Disney picked it up for a movie. So, I mean... There's just a lot of properties that they have. Again, we're not covering Pixar. Uh, but let's go through this list and see where, where it gets us. Number 25 on this list starts out with Cinderella. Cinderella, number 25. Too high or too low? Way too low. You think? Way too low. I love Cinderella. I grew up watching this multiple times. I must have watched this VHS tape. Uh 
a hundred times. Hold on. For those that don't know, a VHS tape, <laughs> it's about the size of a flat brick. And uh, it went into it. It is amazing how far we've come. Yeah. In just 20-something years, you know, to, to be able to go from VHS to nothing. Like, you just pull it up on, on whatever device you want to. It's from 1950. Are you a big fan of Cinderella? Too high, too low? 25? Again, like this, I, these older ones for me, man. This what, is top 10. One of the th- one of the problems I've realized, because Lauren and I have gone back and watched some of these older ones, they're so slow. You, you don't realize the pacing of some of these older things. And just because in, in our stuff today, we're, we're so fast and moving so fast. That's an us problem, though. I mean, you're right. You're, you're not wrong there. But it is funny to, to go back and watch when Disney first, first, okay. When Disney problems like me a couple weeks ago, <laughs> when Disney plus first came out, like we got so excited. We could watch any of these any, anytime we wanted to. We popped one on and man, it was like dragging on forever. We, we couldn't finish a movie. I don't remember which one it was, but I, I do think this is probably too low. I think 25 is a little too low. It is a classic. It is it, iconic. That's what I was going to say. This is a classic iconic movie. It's Sort of like the fairy godmother thing. Yeah. Uh, Bippity-boppity-boo. <laughs> you got Gus the Mouse, who I think is a show stealer. You yeah. have uh, the Glass Slipper. There's there's just too much iconic symbolism in his. You have the, the carriage turning into a pumpkin. Yeah, I mean, well... And the, How do you put this at 25? The story itself has lent itself to many other stories uh, since then. Yes. And adaptations, not necessarily from Disney, but like... Like Enchanted. Yeah, and, you know, a Cinderella story. Yes. Uh, the, the, the list goes on. And any speaking of March Madness, we'll get to the bracket a little bit later, but anytime there's a team that shouldn't be where they are... They're called a Cinderella. It's a Cinderella story. So, yeah, I mean, I can, I can see where... Uh, this is definitely, and I agree. I think this is too low. 25 is definitely too low for this. I think this is one of Disney's Hallmark movies. It grossed $85 million. Isn't, uh, isn't the big castle at Disney World, didn't that Cinderella's castle? Uh, or am I, am I wrong on that? I, I don't know the answer to that. I don't that sounds right. Yeah. But I've never been to Disney, and I don't know the answer to that. The whole glass slipper thing. Yeah. Uh, You'll turn into a pumpkin at midnight. The evil step family, the sisters. Yeah, the, and the sisters mother. and the stepmother. There's just a whole lot. Th- this and the fairy godmother. Yeah. Absolutely. Too low. Too low. Who, who, whose list are we using here? IGN. IGN. All they know about is video games. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And something you mentioned, I think it's held against it probably, and that's that it's so old. Yeah. And, and uh, for, I mean, Honestly, for me, that that is a factor. Like, I, I think... And I, it's been well-documented on this uh, podcast that you are a hater of old movies and TV shows. Not a hater, but... Like, I'm, right now, I am currently watching uh, Captain Marvel and Shazam yeah. on Prime Video from the 1940s. Oh, those, those, those that Captain Marvel and Shazam. Yes. <laughs> I thought you were Captain Marvel. And Shazam no, from the the black and white TV show from the forties. Wow, and it's good. See, I, I guess it is just a pacing thing. I think I have some recency bias also, but for me, it's it's pacing. It's now there's some old stuff I like, and we're gonna get into Christmas movies a little later on. But like, I, I love It's a Wonderful Life, but I think 
probably it's more nostalgia than it is. Nope, it's not. It is it is that good of a movie. It is that well written. It is that well acted. I would like to. I wish Jimmy Stewart's that good. I believe that. But I wish that I wish I could go through some of these these films, these movies, uh, for the first time again and see how well I think they would hold up. Because I'd be curious. Would I would I enjoy them as much as I did or do? I don't I don't know. Uh, you want to give us number twenty four on this list? Alice in Wonderland. Someone was high. <laughs> this is not one of my favorites. No, I'm not a I'm not a big fan of this either. To be uh, honest, in fact, I'm trying to find it on my list here on IMDb. I have pulled up and I can't find it. It's a very old one. Uh, 1951. 51. So coming okay. right so off it's the hills. A, it's, a, it's a year after. Yeah. It was not well received by critics when it was first released, but has become a, a triumph of animation ahead of its time, is what a lot of people will say. Bold, vibrant colors, very trippy characters, uh, very abstract. You know, and, you know, again, being ahead of its time, if, if you told me, asked me, Craig, when did this release? I would have told you the 60s. Okay. Or early 70s, just because it is very hippie, trippy. Uh, someone's tripping on LSD or something, you know? I gave it a 5 on IMDb, and it gets a 7.4. So I was not that impressed with it. Do you think 24 is too high, or do you think it's about right? At this moment, I think it's about where it should be. Because it is iconic. Oh, no doubt. I mean, no doubt. Mad Hatter, the, what is it, the Cheshire Cat? Is that they right? remade the movie, right? Live action. Yeah, with Johnny Depp. With Johnny Depp. Uh, of course, you know it's a it's a part of our vernacular now. But like, you go down a rabbit hole. You know that 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 I, came from this, right? Yes. There's definitely some iconic things to this movie. We went back and watched it in the last couple of years. And it, I really struggled to keep my attention yeah. on the movie. Mm-hmm. This one, I felt, was difficult to watch. Yeah, it is slow. Lauren and I went for uh, Halloween. We went as the Mad Hatter and, and Alice. So it's definitely got some icon, iconic characters. You know, the Queen of Hearts. So there's definitely characters you can pull out of there. 23. This is one I don't know that I'm very familiar with. I've never seen it. The Princess and the Frog. I know Lauren's mentioned it several times, but... Loose, loosely based on another Brothers Grimm fairy tale, uh, the Princess and the Frog kind of came from from Europe and placed perfectly in America. Nineteen twenties New Orleans is where this uh, this movie is set. Um, it would not be in my top twenty five at the moment, just because I've never seen it. Yeah, this came out in two thousand nine, so this was pretty recent. Yeah, this is a fairly fairly new one. Um, so yeah, obviously we, we don't, neither one of us can speak to it really much. So we're just going to not spend a lot of time on it. Number 22 though, lady in the tramp, another iconic one, iconic. And again, this is what I'm going to say is too low at 22. It's too low. At 22. It's too low. Okay. I think if it's that iconic, people remember the, the scene that we're looking at here in the picture where they're, uh, eating the spaghetti and they yeah. meet in the middle. Yep. If it's that iconic that a scene stands out to you and it's that good of a movie that they're like, you know what? We need to make another one of these and do live action. It's a pretty good movie. Yep. 
So this is what 1955, and it's basically a love story from Disney based on animals. So you've got uh, 1955, a story that endures. I mean, it really does. It endures endures forever. Uh, the antics of this. Uh, oh, here it is. Based on the antics of the story developer Joe Grant's own English Springer Spaniel lady. Lady. Yep. Uh, that's interesting. And you've got, you know, this well-to-do dog with the mutt mm-hmm. that's running around. Yeah. Uh, it's a good story. This uh, this article says it was the first animated feature film in the brand new, at the time, CinemaScope widescreen process. And so you're talking new technology being used at the time. Uh, during production, Disney offices were filled with live animals for the animators to reference so that the tale could be told exclusively from the viewpoint of the animals themselves. Uh, so, yeah, Lady of the Tra- I remember watching this as a kid, for sure. Higher, lower, or just right? Uh, from what I've seen so far, uh, it needs to go higher. But knowing what's to come... I, I I don't know. I, I still feel like it probably deserves to be a little higher. I think at least at the 20 range. Were they using anything specific to rank these, or is it just uh, one a, man's opinion? That's a good question. I will look up that if you want to look up, tell the people what the next one on the list is. Number 21 is a more recent film, 2012's movie, Wreck-It Ralph. I liked Record Ralph. I thought it was very creative. By the way, I was looking. It it just looks like it's just these people's opinion. A group of people kind of put this list together. Now, I have only seen part of Wreck It Ralph. I've never really, to my knowledge, I've never watched the entire film. I mean, this, does this have something to do with a video game? Yeah, that's the whole premise. These are video game characters. And if you're a fan of, like, the 80s, 90s, 8-bit video game culture, like, this leans into that. These characters, how we see them in the movie, are, you know, fully-fledged 3D, but they're based on the 8-bit characters. And so this is their life inside the video game. And basically, uh, Ralph, who's voiced by John C. Riley, Yes. Who we both love. Yep. Uh, he is... He's he's kind of tired of being the the guy who's always wrecking stuff and the bad guy, and so he kind of goes out to set out to kind of rewrite his narrative a little bit. But it's great because it goes through different games. So you see, um, you know, Sonic, and if I remember right, you see all these specific yep. characters: Sonic and Pac Man, and and things like that. His uh, he he has a an acquaintance, I guess, or uh, he befriends this this little girl character who's. Voiced by Sarah Silverman, if I remember correctly, uh, and yep. so she, they kind of both have redemption arcs in the process of it, and so it's, it's very neat. It's got nostalgia because of the old school video games, but it it, it it adds a new twist to it. Looking at some of these clips, I remember seeing all this, so maybe I have watched the entire movie. Yeah. And I'm just not remembering it. There, There is a sequel that I have not seen. It's like Ralph Breaks the Internet or something where he gets connected to the 
they they like plug in the Ethernet cable into the game, and he he's has access to the internet and apps and stuff like that. I don't know that that one was as well received, uh, but yeah, the the first record Ralph was pretty good. Number twenty on our list. You saying that it should be higher? Right Ralph? Yep. I think it's probably good where it's at. Right I there? Because you're you're talking, we've got a lot of classics up ahead of it, and so it's still a little new to, to be considered top 20. Did we mention already about it being movie-watching season? Did we talk about that? I don't think we did. You know, because everybody's just about to hit Christmas break, right? Yeah. So this is the time to kind of go through and maybe refresh yourself on some of these Disney movies. Yeah. Introduce your kids maybe to some of these older ones if you haven't. I know that's one thing me and Lauren are really excited about. Yeah. With, with our daughter is to be able to, to, you know, it's funny, like right here in the studio, just, just off camera, uh, there is a whole just shelf full of DVDs that Lauren's collected over the years. We won't need any of those. It's all on Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, we just hop on Disney Plus now. But, like, that's one thing I know we're very excited about is be able to sit down and watch some of these these classic Disney movies uh, with her as she grows up with them because you know that was that was a big deal to Lauren, big deal to me too. You know, um, some of these maybe this is the old guy in me coming out, but some of these new cartoons that are out there, these, these new children's programming is just creepy and weird to me. You're not wrong, and so I'm like, our our daughter's going to be raised on uh, Looney on the Tunes. Classics. Yeah, we're watching Looney Tunes. We're watching Disney Tom and movie. Jerry. Yeah, Scooby Doo. That's uh, Flintstones. <laughs> So, yes, that's that's me being super old school, I guess, a child of the 80s, but we're, we're that's what we're doing. <laughs> okay, back to our regularly scheduled list. Number 20 is... Uh, oh, it's my turn, isn't it? It is your turn. Uh, Sleeping Beauty. Um, so this is another, again, super iconic, super... I mean, when you talk of the Disney princesses, Right, that's what Disney has kind of always been known for when it comes to the Disney princesses. Sleeping Beauty is one of those. Cinderella, Snow White. The, these are your your top three classic yeah, princesses. Absolutely. Uh, Sleeping Beauty came out in 1959. I'm noticing a trend here. Seems like their big string of of Disney princess films came out in the 50s. In the 50s. Uh, this article says it was initially a disappointment at the box office but again, has come to be known and recognized as one of the most beloved of Disney's golden era. Uh, Of course, this is... Now, we could get into the whole cancel culture side of this stuff. Right. The Disney princess era obviously is is fraught with with some of this. Sure. But the, the fact that I shouldn't, you don't need no man to, yeah. to give you true love's kiss and wake you up. But uh, again, I mean, let's take it with a grain of salt, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's still a story that's as old as time and handsome prince or not. Like if you're in a curse and you got to wake up, what better way? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. It's ranked where? Number 20, 20 even. See, I I think that Cinderella should be ranked higher than Sleeping Beauty. I would agree with that. And uh, I'd put Lady and the Tramp ahead of it, too. I would also agree with that. So, I mean, I think it, it probably is okay at 20. I think yeah, move I, some of those ahead of it, but I think 20 is probably pretty good. I feel good. like it's worthy of being a top 20 spot again, just 
due to its iconic status. Yeah. Number 19. This one yeah. is, I'm a little mad that it's at number 19. Deserves to be much higher. The 101 Dalmatians. Yeah. This is probably the movie that I watched the most as a kid. Yeah. And, you know, you wonder if some of this also comes down to we're, we're dudes. I, I think it is. And so we didn't connect as well with the Disney princesses, but this one we can connect with a little bit more. I watched Cinderella quite a bit. The other ones I didn't watch as much, but 101 Dalmatians I definitely watched over and over and over again. Uh, came out in 1961. And uh, this list is as a quasi-musical. And, and that's one, I mean, you know my stance on musicals. That's the only knock I have against a lot of these old, these older ones, you know, because they lean a lot heavy into the musical side of stuff. So that's why, that, maybe that's part of the reason why, it's have, why it has a little harder rewatchability for me. How long has it been since you've gone back and watched this original one? It's been a while since I watched the original, but I, but I liked it. It had a lot of good comedy in it. Um Horace and Jasper yeah. were hilarious it's as been, the villains. It's been remade a few times also. They were the villains' assistants. They were assistant or, yeah, to the yeah. villain. Uh, because, Cruella de Vil. Yeah, you have one of the most iconic Disney villains ever in Cruella de Vil. Absolutely. Uh, as far as villains go, if I'm looking down their list, I think she was really the first of the animated villains because yeah. until that point, you, I mean, had, you had the evil queen. You just had evil unnamed. Yeah, that's right. That's a good point. Evil queens and witches. Yes. Yeah. But this was Cruella Deville. Yeah. They really finally leaned into her being this this mad woman. She's going to skin these dogs. She was uh, voiced by Betty Lou Gerson and modeled after Zsa Zsa Gabor. Oh. Uh, of course, iconic hair. Yes. Uh, with the black and white hair. Uh, the cackle. She had a theme song, Cruella de Vil, Cruella de Vil. I don't remember the rest of it, but I remember that part. If she doesn't something, nobody will. She doesn't yes. get them, kill you. I don't yeah. know something like that. Cruella, Cruella, and she had she had the sick car too. Oh, it was yeah personalized license plate i thought it was so cool yeah it was a cool a car <laughs> um and then the new live action yeah called cruella uh-huh. starring emma stone is good yes it is yeah and i thought it was i thought it was really good it just kind of dug into her personality and yeah. painted a picture of maybe how she came about uh, but I really enjoyed that I think a lot. This, I think this deserves a, a 10 spot. I, I think it needs to be a top 10 for sure. 101 Dalmatians is yes. 101%. 101%. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, let's see. Next up, number 18. I think this is a little high for, I agree. for me. Yep. Uh, the best part about the movie Tarzan, by the Can way. Can I guess? Yeah, go ahead. You like the music? Yeah, the music's great. Phil For Collins. a guy who hates musicals. <laughs> I, know, I know. But, you know, this wasn't musicals. This was, like, great soundtrack. Okay. So, you know, it's not like them. The thing about musicals is when they stop and start singing, that's what I don't like. But a good soundtrack with a movie, I'm, I'm all here. I'm here for it. 
I have never seen the entirety of this movie. Really? I've only seen part of it. Uh, of course, you've got a, a half-naked man swinging around. The whole time. It's, it's, it's hilarious to me, you know, with children. <laughs> yes. Have you seen the internet rumors that Tarzan and Frozen... I have, yeah. Something about the they, parents. They live in the same universe, yes. Yes. Yeah, supposedly, like... Now, confession, because I'm sure Frozen's going to be higher up on this list. I, I don't remember. I have not seen Frozen, though. Hang on, what, what, what? <laughs> what? I have not seen Frozen. Okay, now see, I don't have a reaction to people not seeing Tarzan or some of these others, but... How do you, have you not seen Frozen? I've just been able to avoid it. <laughs> no, no, no. Why? It's actually good. Is it? It's really good. Yeah. I don't, I don't, it just never appealed to me. I know there was singing in it. Let it go. Yeah. And Let I it just go. never, we even did big screen one year. Uh, and you, was, and, and you, I, I watched the clips that we showed, but I, I never, I avoided the movie. Yeah. Tell so, him he needs to watch it. <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, supposedly the 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 kids in Frozen, their parents are somehow connected to Jane in uh in Tarzan. And so they get shipwrecked or something. It's it's supposedly all connected. But of course, we all know the story of Tarzan. Uh so this is kind of Disney's adaptation of it. 1999 by the way. So it's fairly This is pretty fairly new. Yeah, I'm calling this new. Yeah. <laughs> For the history of Disney that goes back to the 30s. Right. This is new. So this was before, like, so 1999, Toy Story has been around now for a good five years. Five years. Mm-hmm. So we're getting the 3D animation, but Tarzan did something a little bit differently because they were able to do the 2D, but 3D, if that makes sense. Nope. So you're able to layer in these things. So when he's swinging through the vines and stuff, you're seeing things move through. Okay. All right. As opposed to just kind of a 2D animation. So they called it deep canvas to get technical for a second uh, that resembled CGI and stuff like that uh, or allow CGI rather to resemble a traditional painting. So, but lets you do some cool 3D stuff within a seemingly 2D animation. Uh, by the way, uh, Phil Collins won a Oscar for his soundtrack in that. Did he do other Disney movies as well? I don't know. Did he not do Lion King? No, that was... Uh, John Lennon. No, Elton John. Elton John. There we go. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah, uh, yeah those flipped a little bit. <laughs> John Lennon. Uh, uh, number 17. This is... It's It's... The way IGN <laughs> lists this is that it's an instant classic okay. from 2010. This is Tangled. I don't know that I've seen this either. I have not seen Tangled. <laughs> this is... We're going to get so much hate. This is their take on Rapunzel, yeah. which I already thought was a Disney movie. Maybe it's not. I didn't maybe somebody else maybe. has Rapunzel, or maybe I just know the story Hold of on. Rapunzel. While you're talking, I'm going to look. Um, it says that Tangled told the story of a young princess with magical long hair, voiced by Mandy Moore, held prisoner by a woman who uses the girl's innate powers to cheat death. And, again, I have not seen it. I was hoping that you had. No, I mean, I've seen I've seen clips and bits and pieces of it. I know Lauren likes it, you know. Uh, this article said it was an instant classic, so, like, 
I guess. I mean, I know a lot of people love it, and I, I think it's got some funny mo- moments. I've seen funny clips from it. I feel like if it's called an instant classic that I probably owe it to it to watch this. There is not a Rapunzel movie on this Rotten Tomatoes list that I found that had all 71 on there. Okay. Uh, but this was, this is the, now Wreck-It Ralph also had this 3D animation style. But, uh, of course, you see that as we get newer and newer. But I do know there are, there uh, this chameleon that is on this image, I think is supposed to be quite funny. If I this would be lower for me, I guess, just because I haven't seen it. Same here. Number 16, The Emperor's New Groove. Woo! Okay. Fan? Big fan. Big fan. Uh, I think this is higher. I think this should be higher. Uh, this is the first of the, what I would call, modern era of Disney that I think is a great film. Do you, Okay, hold up. Do you think this is modern era, though? I mean, this is the 90s. And it's still 2D animation. I would almost no, no, no. This is I would the say 90s. this is like the. Is it not? No, no, no. This was done 2000s. Okay, right. Yeah, it says here 2000s Imperial Groove, but I still I don't. I guess I guess if it's 2000s, yeah, I guess you could call it modern. Yeah, 2000. Um, this is still one of the most quotable movies that I go to. All the time. It is very funny. Uh, confession time again. Oh, gosh. I have seen this. Oh, okay. 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 But not till recently. What? Yeah. I, Lauren would constantly make references to this movie. I'm like, I've never seen it. And so I think it was during 2020. I think it was during COVID lockdown. She's like, we're going to watch this. So I have seen it. And it is funny. Like, I'll, I'll give that. It, it's, it's very funny. It's got some great uh, voice acting from some very well-known people. It's got David Spade, John Goodman, Patrick Warburton. Uh, it's great. The evil queen, Yzma, <laughs> is trying to plot a way to kill Cusco, yeah. the new emperor. And probably my favorite line from the movie is, as she's trying to think of how she's going to do this, she's like, uh, uh, how shall I do it? Oh, I know. I'll turn him into a flea. A harmless little flea. And then I'll put that flea in a box, and I'll put that box in another box, and then I'll mail that box to myself, and when it arrives, <laughs> I'll smash it with a hammer. That's, that's intense. Yeah, it is, and it's, it's one of my favorite <laughs> lines. Why is that such a favorite line I, of yours? I, I don't know. I just, I just love it. Um, I did see on TikTok a little Easter egg, apparently in the scene where he turns into a llama. Um. You have, what was the evil queen or whatever? Yzma. Okay. You see her, and behind her, over her shoulder, is a plant. It is just a fern or something like that in just the shape of a normal, you know, it's like in the shape of a, another animal, like a rabbit or something like that. And after they he starts switching and turning into a, a, a llama, supposedly, like, it's a potion that she fake drinks, right? It's a potion. I believe that's yes. the thing I saw. And when she fake drinks it, she pours it out into that plant. And then the camera switches, and he's turning into a llama. When the camera comes back, this is how much Disney pays attention to detail. When the camera turns back to her, that plant is now in the shape of a llama. Oh. Yeah. So lots of attention to detail there on Disney's part. Kudos. Not to overlook Kronk in the movie. I think he ended up getting his own movie out of this. I love Patrick Warburton. 
I don't know who that is. He's the guy who voices Kronk. <laughs> has a great voice. Yeah. What he, else has he, he done? He, he Am got, I supposed he, to know him? Uh, he's been in a lot of different movies and TV shows. Um, him and David Spade do a lot of stuff together, I believe. They, they, they've yeah, you said that there were some stuff. big names. They did uh, Rules of Engagement together. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, and, of course, John Goodman. I mean, he's So incredible. David Spade voices in this movie. John Goodman voices in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I know any other of the people that did that, but I do recognize David Spade and John Goodman's voice from it. Yeah. I couldn't tell you who Yzma was. I don't know who Yzma is either. But this is very, you know, this article references that this is a Chuck Jones style of cartoon, which Chuck Jones did like Bugs Bunny and stuff like that. So it's got a lot of slapstick in it. It's got, it's a buddy comedy, you know, and I think that's why I appreciated it. Um, It also had, this was the era. So 90s, 2000s was also the big era of Disney soundtracks too, because this, this movie has six songs by Sting. Oh, really? Yeah. So, See, I don't really think of any of the music from Emperor's New Groove. I, I don't either, but like this is the time they're trying to to win those Oscars. Because I mean, let's be honest, like a lot of these movies, yes, you can get an Oscar for animation, but this is the time you can pad some of those stats too and get uh, some of those other ones. So too. I say it should be higher. I would agree with that. Yeah, I would agree with that. Number fifteen, is it I don't know if it's you or me. It is I. Then give it to us. Robin Hood. With the fox. Yes. I don't know that I've seen this one. Oh, how can you not have seen this one? Uh, I love this movie. This this episode just needs to be an education of Craig. This has some great music in it, uh, especially the song Oodalali. What? <laughs> Oodalali, Oodalali. Are you speaking in tongues or something? <laughs> I thought you would know Oodalali. I don't know Oodalala. Uh <laughs> This is uh, from 1973. Okay. Oh, see, it even mentions right here the folksy songs that are in this movie. Maybe if I heard it, I don't know. Hmm. Hold on. You're going to look up Oodalali? Yeah. Okay. Well, while you talk more about it, I'm going to look it up. Well, I mean, this is the story of Robin Hood and... It is. It says that it became Disney's highest grossing film to date in 1973. Has a Butch, Ca- uh, Butch Cassidy and Sundance buddy movie tone uh, that helped that. And, of course, who doesn't love the story of Robin Hood? You got it? That's it? Yep. Robin Hood and Little John Walker. Oh, okay, yeah, I know this. Laughing back and forth at what the other has to say. Reminiscing this and that and having such a good time. Oodalolly, oodalolly, golly, what a day. Okay, yeah, I do know that one. Yeah. And and the whole movie is just full of nice. Maybe I'll have to watch this songs. then. This one's good. This is the kind that that's my kind of jam right there. Yeah. I like the story of this, and of course, then again, like I've said, you know, you got the story of Robin Hood. He's uh stealing from the rich to give to the poor. Number 14. And I would say Robin Hood's probably uh, 15 is a good spot for it. Okay, that's I good. I think. 14, uh, just from an icon standpoint, this feels a little low. Dumbo. I think the storyline, though, if I remember right, we tried to go back and watch this, and it felt extremely slow. This is a this is a t- 
tough one to watch. Really? This is very early Disney. 1941. Yes. Believe it or not, this is this movie is one hour long. This is a 60-minute oh, really? movie. <laughs> and we went back and just watched it recently, and it definitely feels longer than that. It, it, this one's kind of hard to watch. Uh, iconic. Yeah. So maybe too high for me, really, based on how good the movie was. Yeah, but who doesn't it, know Dumbo in his ears? It is so. I guess the storyline is so unique. That's probably why it stuck out as iconic. You think? I guess so. I'm not sure. They remade it recently. They did a you live action, a live version, action, and I don't think it did very well. No, it went straight to Disney Plus without hardly any fanfare around it. I gave it a four. Oh wow. It gets a 7.2, the original from 1941. You think they're being generous because of the icon iconography of it? I don't know. I don't know, but I went back and watched it, and it's just hard for me to understand why it's such a great movie. Hmm. People in podcast land <laughs> need to let us know. If you're a fan of Dumbo, explain to us why it's such a good movie. How about number 13? Is this me? I believe it's you. Uh, we're staying back there in the old times. In fact, I think this one's also from 1940, it's if I'm not mistaken. 1940 on the nose. Okay. Uh, spell, speaking of nose, what a segue. <laughs> we're talking about Pinocchio. Yeah. Pinocchio. Again, iconic. This is where the basically the Disney theme song came from this movie. Yes. When You Wish Upon a when Star. When You Wish, yeah. Um, another slow movie i have not watched pinocchio in a long time uh they again remade this one recently with tom Tom hanks Hanks. yeah in fact several pinocchio movies have come out in (laughs) the last couple years like three or four remakes of this uh the tom hanks one was i want to say i gave it a six i haven't watched it all but what i watched of it felt weird yeah, it's it's it just, equally as slow as the the cartoon was. Uh, the the story just drags on, and it goes in a lot of different directions. Yeah, I had higher expectations, and it it overpromised and underdelivered. Yeah, I saw several lists I look at had this number one, which would be incredibly too high. I feel like, and for, why is I for me personally at thirteen is too high. Yeah, I I was going to say that. But I was also going to say that because of its icon status and because of the song, right? that I'm okay with it being yeah, right I'm a, here. I, I agree with that. I'm okay with it being here, uh, for sure. If I had to list it out, though, it's probably not there for me. Uh, also, When You Wish Upon a Star won an Oscar. Um, really? Yeah, won an Oscar for it as well. Uh, number 12, we have Bambi. Oh, yeah. Uh, again, I, all of these are just so iconic. I, I like Bambi, though. I remember watching Bambi quite a bit as a kid. This is from 1942. Mm-hmm. You had Bambi. You had Thumper. Yeah. And this is, of course, this is this is probably the first Disney movie that had a really sad moment. Like, it really had got you in the in the feels. Yes. Whenever, you know, the murder, uh, the uh, the the mother was murdered by the man. 
and you've got Bambi searching for her in the snow. This is the sixth movie that they put out. Yeah. Um, so one of my favorite TV quotes ever has to do with Bambi. It's from Ooh. Friends. And uh-huh. uh, so those, okay, a little behind the scenes. For those that don't know me very well, I'm, I'm not a very emotional person. I have a hard time showing emotion. I, I never cry. And so it's always been hard for me. Well, on the show Friends, Chandler Chandler Bing, who I get associated with a lot, by the way, just because I'm incredibly sarcastic myself. But they say, did you not cry when you watched Bambi? And he goes, no. Why? Are you a robot? No. Because it was, you're right, it was incredibly sad for me when they stopped drawing the deer. <laughs> I just love that quote so much. That's funny. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this was this was a very somber moment. There was a lot of fun in it, though, too. There, there was a lot of, of, of catchy things that happened in it. Um, I, I think 12 is probably a good spot for it. I might bump it up to 10. I was going to say, I, th- I think this one might be worthy of a top 10 spot. Yep. Number 11. We're going to talk about the bare necessities. Oh, yeah. The Jungle Book. I think 11's too low for this. Yeah, this is just just on the music alone. Yeah. This one goes up. You've got, uh, this is from 1967, The Jungle Book. You have Mowgli raised by uh, wolves, right? Yes, I believe so. And you get Baloo. Yeah, this is where uh, Baloo shows up, weirdly enough, in in several different Disney properties. I was going to say, is this the same Baloo who is in Tailspin? I believe so, but they never reference. Like, how did he go from being here (laughs) to being the pilot in Tailspin? He goes from the, the, the jungle to a pilot. Uh, but you've also got, I mean, it's just, it's a, it's a big adventure. You've got pythons and panthers and tigers and, uh, the giant, uh, orangutan. Oh, yes. Uh, so it's got great music also by Robert and Richard Sherman. Now this is, uh, this is one of the few quote unquote musicals I'm okay with. Yeah. It's just, it flows really well. Instead of just breaking out in song, it feels like it's purposefully put in there. Exactly. I think you're right. And because of that, I think this is inside the top 10. I agree. Number 10, I feel like this is way too high. It's Moana. I've never seen it. I only know it because of the one song. Oh, that's... uh, How Far I'll Go. That's right. Because it's done on all the... The competition shows. This these were songs by Lin Manuel Miranda, who did Hamilton. Uh, this was from 2016, right? Yeah, uh, it's the most recent film on this list. Very recent. I, it's fine. It, it's it's good, but I, it does not need to be in the top ten. I have not seen it. I and mean, I, I know it's got to be popular. Yeah, you see it, a lot of Moana. Yeah, it uh, stars Dwayne the Rock Johnson as the. Uh, uh, the demigod Maui. Is it that guy that we're looking at? That's right. Okay. Tattooed just like the rock. It is. Um, so, I mean, it's it's good, but there, I, there's no reason it needs to be in your top 10. Okay. So, I don't need to run out and watch this one. Um, 
No, but you know, it's Christmas break. Might as well take take an opportunity if you got some time after your Christmas movie watching. Number nine, Hercules. Hercules. Uh, this was good. I don't believe I've seen Hercules. Really? Yep. Wow. This was 1997. I remember this vividly because, oh, around the time this came out, I would have been in middle school, and our choir did a song from Hercules. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey. From Zero to Hero, I think is the song. Weren't you homeschooled? After middle school, I was, yeah. Okay. I just thought it was you singing a solo there for no, a second. No, no, it wasn't me. Uh, so this said, this had, again, had, had, this is that late nineties surge of Disney movies that come in and they're trying to, you know, I wondered because again, this is late nineties. And so I wonder if they saw the success of toy story and all the, that kind of stuff. And so they put a little bit more work into some of these late ninety ones, uh, tried to get a little bit more big names, push it a little bit more. Cause they may have seen the writing on the wall that this is going to be the end of 2d animation soon. I don't know. I'm just wondering. I also see what I'm doing right now while you're talking is I'm looking through Disney's list of movies from the 80s and 90s. And there's just not a lot of animated movies in the 80s. No. That Disney was very good with. In it, fact, they didn't have a whole lot in the 80s. It doesn't appear. Yeah, it feels like Disney is, has a has a. There's a gap. There's a hole. There's a few, though, throughout history. Like, it said earlier in this article, like, whenever, was it Sleeping Beauty or whatever, came out, like, they had a string there in the in the 60s, I guess, where they weren't doing a lot of stuff either. So it feels like it's a game of runs with Disney. Maybe they have certain people, and they go all in on, they, like, break the huddle and go and do all these projects, then come back and have to huddle up again. Like, in the 70s, they had the Rescuers. Yeah. I feel like that should be up here. Weren't you a big fan of the Rescuers? I don't remember the Rescuers. I love the Rescuers. Uh, then you get to the 80s. And what have they got? I mean, they had Fox and the Hound in 81. Yeah. That was a that was a good one. But most of these were live action movies that they were putting out. Yeah. Maybe they thought animation was dead and tried to bring it back. The Great Mouse Detective in 86. Wow. So it feels like to me, 60s and earlier and the 90s are the big run of Disney movies that were my childhood. Yeah. Agreed. Number eight. You're going to have to talk about this one. This is the aforementioned Frozen that he has not seen from 2013. Who would have thought I would have gotten so much hate about Frozen from you? (laughs) It is wonderful. It is wonderful. Olaf. Who doesn't love Olaf? I do like Josh Gad. The, the romance is good. It's like a Hallmark movie for kids with comedy in it. That's not how you sell me on this. Great music. The score, the, it's just, I mean, it's broken a billion records. Like it, yes. it, it crushed. Like it really took off. I mean, it's just incredible how fast it took off and how much it captivated okay. the world. Think about it this way: this is Disney's version of X Men, okay? <laughs> because she's got these, you know, what? powers. 
I'm trying to get you in the mindset to watch this. It's like it's like Disney Frozen X Men Girl. Okay, you're gonna love it. Okay, it would. Okay, would do I need to watch this in winter time? Oh, I watch it year round, but I mean, it's a perfect time when it's cold to watch Frozen. I mean, that makes for sense. sure. Does it have anything to do with Christmas? And Frozen Two is. Pretty good itself. Really? Do they sing, We Let It Go? <laughs> no, 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 no. But they have, uh, they have one track. I'm trying to think of what it is. Um, man, I listened to that song over and over and over again from Frozen 2. Do you really? Okay. Frozen is definitely... We're learning more. I do like uh, Kristen Bell and Josh Gad. I mean, I like the people in the cast. It's it's funny. The uh, The dude who's in the movie... Whatever his name was, uh, Han, Hans. Okay, so I, I have heard this. Like the characters are based on Hans Christian Andersen, because you have Hans Christoph, right? Christoph is the Anna, Anna, and uh, Elsa, Sven, Sven. Yeah, so Hans Christian Andersen. They 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 took his name and yes, split it up into characters. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So that's a little fun fact from somebody who hadn't even seen it. That's Number- true. So you think that uh, nine or eight is too low? Uh, you think it needs to be higher, or you think that's a pretty good spot for it? It's definitely top ten. Okay. Uh, number seven, I feel like maybe a little bit high. I think it's a top fifteen. I don't know that I put it in my top ten. Yep. Mulan. Yep. Um, it's good. I mean, it's it's a story of of the Asian community. Uh, this was, again, 1998. Again, you're talking late 90s. They had a resurgence of quality animated movies coming out, late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, so this is uh, a girl who she wants to do more, but you're talking this is kind of an ancient Asian culture that said, hey, ladies, you got to stay at home. There's a ritual that you have to go through. The other men go to war. But she wanted to help her family, and her dad was was sick or elderly, something like that, injured. Injured, yep. And so she kind of takes his place, hair up in a bun, throws a hat on basically, and says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a man. And she fools everybody up until the climax of the movie when it's revealed, oh, no, how is this woman doing the things the guy can do? The... Was that a dragon? Yeah, there was a little dragon. That was voiced by, let's see. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. That's yeah. correct. Yeah, which, you know, they again, they remade this movie into live action. The biggest miss. Exactly. They left him out. They tried too hard to make it serious. And they did yep. a good job. I mean, it was a good remake, but it could have used that little touch of humor. And I think they could have brought Eddie Murphy back. Yeah. And he would have done a great job. So that was a big miss from them. Uh, again, talking about music, they had Christina Aguilera on this one doing Reflection. Uh, of course, the, the song I think everybody knows from that is I'll Make a Man Out of You. Correct. Lauren sings that at least once a month. <laughs> so, uh, I yeah, I think this is top 15. I don't think it's quite the top 10 for me. Six. This is Disney's first ever full-length animated feature from 1937, Snow White and the uh, Seven Dwarfs. Yeah. You were going to do the little wishing well. Uh, in that, in that mm-hmm. this? Okay. Yep. That's in there. I know some stuff. Look yeah. at me doing some musical stuff. Yeah. 
this is probably an appropriate spot. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't say uh that it uh it might be top five. Again, just yeah. because it's the it, first. It is so iconic. It is the first. You got uh, the seven dwarfs. Which They're I, hilarious. I still get confused with Smurfs from time to time. Don't judge me. Yes. But uh yeah, I mean the storyline is there. Uh it's great. This is where you got the wicked witch. I hope it's off to work we go. Uh, they're great, by the way. The doors are great. Yeah, I would love to. I think that could be a, a a movie. Like if they were to do a live action version, just tell the story from the dwarves' perspective. Because you know Ooh. they, they kind of came across Snow White. Yes, they they found her right. So I would, yeah, I would love to see the dwarf perspective even before they met her. I think that would be an interesting take on it. Uh, so yeah, this was again. You're talking true love's kiss here. Uh, you know, somebody in a sleeping crowd. I guess that's all they had to work with back then. <laughs> well, it was, uh, they're going off of fairy tales. That's true. But and like, this but was very fairy tale. What's the forward. difference between Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, and Snow White? Like, they're all very, very similar with slight deviations, aren't they? Yeah. They are. I, you're, you're not wrong. Number five, Fantasia. I have not seen this one. I have. Have I? I've seen this. Is it, this th- a really old one? This is a really old one. It's a. It's. Com- there's this is no, all music, yeah, right? There's no words in this. Okay. There's no dialogue at yep. all. Now I know what we're talking about. It is really creative. And as a kid, it creeped me out because there's lots of big stuff going on. It's very. If I had to compare it to anything, this is the Doctor Strange of Disney animated movies. Yes. Very trippy and spirity and, and lots of Mythical. stuff. Mythical. Yeah. Lots of stuff going on. Uh, you got Mickey Mouse with the broom that walks and moves. And he had a, and, didn't he have a wizard hat yeah, on? Yeah, he had this? a wizard hat on. So there's gargoyles and there's lots of spirity stuff. I mean, it's epic. I mean, and the music swells and it's just... It's it is it's dazzling. It is it is over the top. Uh, I I think just from a creative and an animation standpoint, it deserves to be in the top ten for sure. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. I think five might be a little high for me personally, but I could see it at nine. It's a hundred and twenty five. It's it's two hours long. It, it, it is very long for an animated movie. Two hours long with no talking. Yeah. Yeah, That's, it's it's a lot, and, and I think for kids it's too much. Like this is not a kid. This is not a kids movie, honestly. Like I remember watching it as a kid, going, "Okay, what is going on?" But I re- rewatch it as an adult and go, "Wow, this is impressive that they were able to do this in the 1940s." You know, this is a big, big, big deal. Number four, The Little Mermaid. Under the sea. I have never seen The Little Mermaid. Who would have thought I would I think I've seen more Disney movies than you on this list. It does sort of seem like that. That is wild to me that you've never seen The Little Mermaid. I watched the ones that I watched and there's a lot that I love that is not on this list that I take issue with. So so you've got I, I think The Little Mermaid deserves to be in this list. Yeah. Uh probably in the top 10 just based off of popularity. I do know the Under the Sea song. Yep. And again, you know, you're talking about a, a princess being rescued, you know, but there's a lot of different characters in it. You got the lobster, 
I don't remember his name. Sebastian. That's it. Uh, you've got Flounder. You've That's got the fish. Ursula. That's the evil. That's the evil villain. Octopus queen thing. Uh, yeah. So I mean, this is this is great. This is all about a Ariel who is a mermaid who wishes to be like every other human that she knows and yes. try to get legs and, but then Ursula comes, takes her voice, and so it's, the whole movie ensues. But uh, I think this is a top ten. Yeah, I don't know how many we've put in the top ten so far. Like thirteen of them. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Aladdin. Oh, this is great. Now I think this, this is a great spot for it. Hmm. Really? I don't know. Seems a little bit high to me. This was probably my favorite. High. This was your favorite? This was probably, well, my really? second favorite. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say a little high, not much, but a little high. It should probably be in the six range, seven range, somewhere in there. It's from 1992. It was the highest grossing film of 1992. It beat Batman Returns. That's impressive. That is impressive, which there's a lot of stuff that crowded probably (laughs) beating Batman Returns. $504 million worldwide. Yeah, story of a scrappy boy, a street rat, Middle Eastern folktale, Arabian Nights. Arabian Nights. most known probably for the great late Robin Williams as Genie. Genie. He stole the show. Absolutely. Stole the show. He was incredible. I liked it a lot. Uh the live action version was pretty good. Yeah. You had Will uh, Smith as the genie there. It was okay. I just thought Aladdin was such a great movie. Yeah. I don't know. It was okay though. Number two. You have Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Um, again, this is... I think Aladdin should be higher than Beauty and the Beast. 100%. Uh, but, you know, if again, we're dudes. So, uh, at least I'm not leaning toward love stories and, and stuff like that. That's, that's again, what you got here. This is a love story. Here's my hot take. Beauty and the Beast is not in my top ten. Really? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's not my top ten. It's probably not mine either. No. It's incredibly iconic. It is incredibly well-known. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you there. Uh, of course, you've got Belle and the Beast and the Candlestick, which is, I don't remember the Candlestick's name, but you got Chip, the little cup, um, talking appliances. <laughs> uh, it was. It had fun moments in it. Yeah. But most most well known for that song. That song, you know, was iconic. Then finally, number one. This is the one that Perfect Placement. Perfect placement. We know that this is where it should be. You're not surprised. I'm not surprised. No none of you out there are not surprised. A single person. Uh this is the biggest hit, right? Yep. hundred percent. Nineteen ninety four, if I'm not mistaken, the Lion King. Yep. Uh, it remains the highest grossing, highest grossing traditionally animated film ever released. Yeah, you know it. You know they remade it, and the remake was was pretty good. It was the problem though, and they even admitted this is that I remember watching the remake, and the the spoiler alert if you haven't seen this movie, uh, when Mufasa dies, 
the emotions didn't hit me the same as it did with the animated. And they said the reason why is because of the eyes. You know, they made the eyes so human-like in the cartoon that you saw the emotion in his eyes. Yeah. And when you tried to do that with a, a real lion, like, you can't pull that emotion out. No. Nope. So there's so many things in the original cartoon. This is one of the rare exceptions where the original cartoon is so much better for different reasons. Yep. Like, the animation style was really good. The score was really good. And... It it will be timeless forever, I believe. You have Timon and Pumbaa. Mm-hmm. The comedy from them is outstanding. Oh, it's incredible. They went on to have uh, some of their own shows on yeah. the Disney Channel, I believe. You've got uh, James Earl Jones. Yes. As Mufasa. Mufasa. Um, yeah, this really kicked Disney to the next level. Yeah. This took them up. And this is this is exactly right. Yeah. Number one. Absolutely. You've got incredible songs from Elton John. He did several different songs. I think he did the whole soundtrack for it. You, you've got the open, the from the very minute, that first note of the song, the very first scene you see in the movie, you're, you're hooked. You're oh, yeah. You're captivated. Um. To the very last, when all, when you see all the animals kneel again at the new baby and the new cub, there's emotion, there's humor, there's action. I mean, it's just got everything. It's got everything you want to see. I agree. Um, you want to mention any others that didn't make this this list before we get into the worst? Uh, yes, I I do. I'm looking through and I the, the sword and the stone. That is one that I really liked uh, as a kid. I watched a lot of it. I watched a lot of The Rescuers and The Rescuers Down Under. Yeah. I think we'd be remiss if we didn't mention Peter Pan. I was going to say Peter Pan. That wasn't uh, one of my favorite ones, but I definitely did watch that one. I mean, it's super iconic, if nothing else. The... uh, some people will get on to me if we didn't mention Lilo and Stitch. I have personally never seen that. Oh, right. But I hear it's great. Of course, you have Winnie the Pooh. Oh, that is Disney, isn't it? They made they made the movies, yeah. I don't think they did the show, but I think they made the movies. Uh, let me look here. Here's one. Encanto. This is one of their newest ones. Yeah. It's a really good movie. Super catchy songs. Very. Uh, the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Wasn't a big fan of that one. Yeah. I like The Great Mouse Detective. Uh, goof, a, a goofy movie. Oh, yeah, a goofy movie. The Aristocats. The Aristocats. That's that's another one I was going to mention. Uh, the Fox and the Hound. That's the one I wanted to get to. Oh, yeah. I watched that one a ton as a kid. Mm-hmm. Just uh, loved it. Pocahontas. Also Colors another. of the Wind. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. That may be it for me. Brother Bear. I remember my Lauren, my Lauren, my wife, Lauren, talking about that movie. I don't know that I've ever seen it, though. I really liked, I just saw it here a second ago. Oh, Atlantis, the Atlantis movies. I liked those. I don't know if they... They might break my top 25. Really? I'm not sure. 
Okay. Um, I don't know that there's really any worsts. Do you? No. I, th- I think we can skip the worst for today. And uh, we can just go to straight up bracketing this. Actually, hold on. I've got feedback. I've got some oh, of your Zootopia. Feedback. I forgot about Zootopia. You know, that is one of the... Uh, That's funny. This list has it as the second highest rated yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Zootopia is really funny. I like it. It is funny. I'll give it that. Okay, uh, we've got some of your feedback. Let's get to that. We love hearing you talk about us. It's time for the best things about the best things. Want to hear your feedback on the show? Email feedback at bestthingspod.com or tap the link in the episode notes to send a voicemail. Okay, a few episodes. I mean, it's, I guess it's been a while now. Um, we did an episode on beef. Oh, uh, we just we talked a lot about steak, and we asked you guys on TikTok um, about. Well, basically, we had a hot take, which is not really that hot of a take. That the only way to have a steak is medium rare to medium, and. It's true. On TikTok, uh, we cleverly in the caption says, we welcome your comments unless they're wrong. Uh, Fortunately, TikTok, y'all showed up and y'all agree with us. Most people 100% agree with with our take on this. We have some great comments, though, and I want to read a few of them. Uh, Don't forget, always give us your feedback. We love it. Uh, Let's see here. I want to be very careful, very careful how I say this username. Uh, So just... Just know, internet and little ears listening, that I'm I'm not saying what you might think I'm saying. Uh, the user on on TikTok, son of a bitch, uh, says this. I worked at a steakhouse and had a customer order a, a well done prime rib, then put mayo on it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Why are you doing that, man? Just get roast beef sandwich. Don't order a prime rib, then put mayonnaise on it. How do you do that? Uh, uh, uh. Uh, at WAIP says, my brother-in-law ordered a prime rib well done at a steakhouse. The chef came out and talked him into a cheaper steak. Uh, let's see. I had one other Thank one. you, sir, for your service. One other really, really, really good one I want to read. Let me see if I can find it here. Uh, no, there's two. Okay. Uh, at Zach Quinn, 6099 says, it's uh, for those that, that order well done, it's the easiest way you can spot a psychopath. <laughs> Valid. Agreed. And then finally, at N underscore Muller 93, uh, if you're getting well done, go to jail. Not home. <laughs> Bet. Concur. All right. Do you have anything else to say on the steak steak game? No. No. Uh, I, I, as I was looking through the comments, I felt like everybody was pretty much in agreement with us that, uh, you know, don't be a maniac and eat a well-done steak. <laughs> okay, let's bracket this bad boy out. best you have to beat the rest this is the best things bracket okay i think i'm getting first pick this week because 
you got peanut butter pie last week. And any surprise what number one's going to be? Aladdin. <laughs> Lion King, number one. What's your number one? Oh, let's 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 do Aladdin. Okay. All right, number two for me. Let's see here. I'm gonna do. Jungle Book. Let me have Frozen. Okay, Frozen. Um, number three for me. Oh man. I've got to go. Man, this is a tough spot. 101 Dalmatians, though. Well, that's what I was taking. <laughs> well, you can't anymore. Emperor's New Groove. Also a good pick. My fourth and final pick I think I've got to go I'm going to go Fantasia wow and really the only reason I'm going Fantasia is just because I think it was so trippy and ahead of its time I I feel like i got to give it a little due I mean I, I can make a case for like a Snow White because it was the OG or yep. Bambi because it was really mm-hmm. heartwarming or emotional. But I'm going to go Fantasia. Frozen. You already picked Frozen. That was your second pick. Oh, was it? <laughs> yes. Are you sure that was my second pick? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know why else I would have typed it. I don't think you were listening to me. <laughs> what did I take first? Oh, I took Aladdin first. You took Aladdin first. You have Aladdin, Frozen, and Emperor's New Groove. The Jungle Book. I already took that. Dang it. You had me type it and all everything. <laughs> um, Snow White. Yeah, because you know whatever goes there is not going to make it very far. <laughs> Okay, we've got first up Lion King versus Snow White. Three, two, one. Lion King. We have Aladdin versus Fantasia. Three, two, one. Aladdin. Aladdin. We have Jungle Book. Jungle Book versus Emperor's New Groove. Three, two, one. Emperor's Jungle New Groove. Book. Okay. Let's do a Jungle Book one to ten. Three, two, one. Eight. Eight. Emperor's New Groove, three, two, one, seven. Okay. Yep. Jungle Book moves on by one. Frozen versus 101 Dalmatians, three, two, one. Dalmatians. Dalmatians. All right. Lion King versus Jungle Book in three, two, 
one Lion King. King. Aladdin versus 101 Dalmatians. Three, two, one. Dalmatians. Wow. Okay. Aladdin. Three, two, one. Seven. Dalmatians. Three, two, one. Seven. Is that tie? Uh, nine and seven, sixteen. Eight and eight. Eight is sixteen. Yeah. Or just, yeah we yeah, got a seven. tie. Um. Okay. Uh, Aladdin one to a hundred. Three, two, one. Seventy-five. Okay, so that gives it one sixty. One sixty. Uh, Dalmatians in three, two, one. Eighty-eight. One sixty. Dalmatians moving ahead. Lion King versus Dalmatians in three, two, one. Lion King. King. Congratulations, Lion King. Okay. Lion King. I don't think there was ever a doubt that that was going to be the case. Do you? No. Was it in question? No. Nope. I don't think so. That was... That was pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, I have a feeling this might also be easy. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to do it. We got to do it anyway. It may be the best thing today, but is it the best thing of all time? It's time for the best thing battle. We have, ladies and gentlemen, a four-time defending champion... Steak. Not one. Not two. <laughs> not three. And not four. Un- unlike LeBron James, this this delivered them, I promise. <laughs> uh, so we've got Steak versus the Lion King in three, two, one. Steak. steak. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a bestie for the resty. We have a brand new entry into the bestie of the resty hall of fame. Welcome to the club steak. You made it. We didn't know. Yeah, we did. We we figured it was going to go five straight and it did. This has only been done twice before. Yeah, This is a big deal. This is a big, big deal. And we were able to squeeze it in before the end of the year, too. So, congratulations, Steak. Yes. Making yes. it Bestie of the Resty Hall of Fame. Let us know in the comments and on your reviews Woo. if uh, we made the right choice there. I think we did. So, what moves on next week? The Lion King? Yeah, I guess the Lion King. Yeah, or does it just start blank? Uh, the, the, oh, that's a good point. I think we should just start blank. Okay, let's just start blank. the Lion King did not win. That's, that's a good point. I think in the past we've probably carried it over, but yeah. I, I like just starting blank. Next week just needs to be open. Yeah. Okay. So next week, we'll have a new champion for the first time ever. And uh, I feel good. I think Steak is a worthy member of the Hall of Fame. It, it deserves to be a bestie for the rest. It of absolutely does. Okay. By the way, well, I think we've mentioned this a couple of times, but go go cop that that merch. Go get that that bestie for the resty t-shirt or hoodie or sweatshirt. Uh, it's over on our store. Link in, link in our bio. 
uh, or go to the website, bestthingspod.com. Uh, it's great. It makes a great holiday gift. You'll pack that up yeah, to the podcast for, fan in your life. Exactly. For the podcast fans that you know, they need it. They do. They want it. Okay, Aaron. Well, we've done it. We have done it. We've done the thing. We, we've done the thing. We've criticized another list. <laughs> we've straightened them out. Yep. Uh, but these people did get number one right. We got to give yeah, them that. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. They didn't yeah, mess. Give, they give didn't them, mess that up. Give them credit. And there was a few other lists that had Lion King number one. It's a definitely a worthy number one. I, I don't get the people who put Pinocchio number one or there, Snow White. You think there's anybody out there that's putting something ahead of Lion King? I don't think any of our listeners do. I, I really don't. That would be. Uh, I don't know how you could. Like, what would you put ahead of Lion King? And why would you do it? <laughs> That, that's what we need to know. Yeah, I, I don't think you can. I, no, I just don't. I, even if you included Pixar, I don't think anything's taken out Lion King from that from that list. Oh. I just don't. I, I think Toy Story, as great as it is, I think Lion King checks more boxes. Whenever we do Pixar, at some point we need to take the, the best from Disney and the best from Pixar and put them head to head and see where we land. Yeah. We could do that. Okay, you got anything else? I think that uh, I think we've covered all the bases. We just need to uh, get Disney Plus fired up. Yeah, get some popcorn, some hot chocolate, cozy in for a for a movie night. Yeah, let us know what your favorite is. Okay, if it's Lion King, great. If if you if there's one that we didn't mention and it's just your absolute favorite, and you're like, guys, you you overlooked it, or we breezed through it, let us know in the comments. Hit us up on all the socials. Best things pod. You you know the drill. You're listening to the end of the episode. You're a bestie for the restie for listening to the end of the episode. Yes, you're right there with steak, right below it. <laughs> below it. Yep. <laughs> we would choose steak over you. <laughs> You are absolutely right. 100%. 100%. All right. For the best things, I'm Craig. I'm Aaron. We'll talk at you next time. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Best Things Podcast. If you liked today's episode, subscribe and leave us a review wherever you're listening now. And remember, connect with us on the socials at Best Things Pod, and you may hear your take on an upcoming episode. <laughs>